And welcome to episode 87 of The Wonderland. Everyone, absolutely the only podcast guaranteed never to mention the word parsimonious more than once. And that was it, so let's move on. It's a pretty good word though, isn't it? I'm not sure exactly what it means, and I'm not even going to take the time to look it up, simply because I can't mention it again because a promise is a promise. A promise is usually a promise, unless you haven't promised that it's a promise, in which case it might not be a promise after all, but it may simply show promise of being a promise. Anyway, good to have that sorted out. Since the last episode went to air, I've been giving a little bit of thought to some new theories that I've cooked up, some of which are ideas I've had for a while and just put on the back burner. And one of these is really an incredibly simple idea. And it's this. The more likely a crime is to be detected, the less likely it is to occur. Now, I do know that that is another one of my no-brainers, and it certainly has been considered before and more than once. But it's also the cornerstone of what might be the only solution we have to an increasingly common problem for ordinary people in just about every country every single day. So with all of that in mind, it's time to put on our crime-fighting underwear as we fire up the high-powered microscope of Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. So the problem I'm referring to in the introduction is that of online scam artists slash confidence tricksters. The root of the problem, of course, is technology. And ironically, it's also the solution. Potentially. If the internet hadn't been created, the problem wouldn't exist. But it has been created and we're stuck with it. And like every communications system ever invented, the crooks have found a way to make it work for them as well. Now, I'm not saying that a lot of work isn't already being done in this area to tackle things like money laundering and high-level corporate crime, etc., etc. But it seems to me that there's almost no official support to protect normal people from the online quasi-invisible scumbag element constantly trying to con us out of money every time we check our email. Of course, one thing that lies in the way of tackling this problem is the human tendency to believe that there is such a thing as something for nothing. First of all, from both a logical and economic standpoint, that concept makes slightly less sense than the existence of the tooth fairy. And yet, just about every person who's been successfully scammed in the last 25 years must have, at some point, on some level, believed that they really might actually get something for nothing. So my opinion is that if you were a normal person, your answer should be, no, there is absolutely no such thing as something for nothing. Full stop. End of story. Conversely, if you are one of those lost souls identifying as internet scam artist, the concept of something for nothing would ironically ring absolutely true and be somewhere between a mantra and a way of life, given the statistically proven likelihood that you can actually get it. 
Proof of this is the constant flow and ever-increasing amount of scam attempt emails most of us routinely find in our inboxes every day. Now, regardless of the fact that a lot of these scam attempts are pathetically lame and therefore pretty easy to spot from moment one, not least because of spelling and grammatical mistakes and also by it being quite simple to see the sender's actual email address, there remains an alarming number of people, not all of whom are completely stupid, who are being successfully targeted by these invisible bandidos, just as there are many older people who are not particularly internet or tech savvy, who are both trusting and easily frightened, and who are thus ripe for being ripped off in handfuls. I think any government calling itself interested in ordinary people should be addressing the problem by all means necessary, and I don't believe for one second that available technology would not be able to squash this if there was sufficient will involved. In the meantime, folks, if you ever receive something in your email that seems doubtful or threatening in any way, do a Google search on it and find out if other people have received the same email, because 99 times out of 100, a whole lot of people will have. And the advice from cybercrime experts is always the same. Delete whatever it is immediately, preferably before even opening it. And a quick related side note, as for phone scam attempts, I avoid these nowadays by never ever answering calls which display either no number or a number I'm not familiar with. Because the way I see it, if it's really important, they'll leave a message, text me, or find me on social media and contact me there. If a message is left, and if there's anything odd or threatening or mysterious about it, ignore it. And if you can, block the number on your phone. And if the message is asking you to call back, then don't. Anyway, folks, I live in hope that our politicians will grow some balls and harness the necessary technology to track these creeps down quickly and deal with them. And when I say deal with them, I do mean so severely that scamming people online becomes absolutely not worth the risk. Because as I said right at the beginning, the more likely a crime is to be detected, the less likely it is to occur. Anyway, once we've taken care of that, we can apply a similar solution to clickbait and conspiracy theories and outdated links and fake news and cat memes and the trolls and Instagram attention seeking and the whinging Star Wars fanboys and the cyber bullies and the Nazis. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for today's hopefully helpful and ultimately optimistic edition of Theory Time. Well, as always at this point in the show, it's time for Song of the Day. And today's offering comes to us from none other than Mark C. Cole's Loftus. And this is another track from the latest album, Northern Tales. And this one's called Freaks. Take a listen. I wish I could be all the things you want to be. Then you'd love me far the way that I am. I like to believe there's an
just as fast as I can I like to believe that you're calling back to me I'm still the biggest part of your plan Is that too much to believe? Is that too much to achieve? Just call me shallow That was Loftus with Freaks. And you can check out that song again. No, I'm going to. And indeed, the whole album on any of the music streaming services, as far as I know. You know, it's always good when segments of the Wonderland accidentally seg you nicely into one another. And this is one of those occasions. As in, we've just listened to a song called Freaks, and you're about to hear from a couple of actual freaks as we crash once again headfirst into Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. I'm ready, Kevin. How ready are you? Jeff, are you I don't ready? know, man. I feel, I feel so unprepared right now. Okay, well, let's why, why am I so nervous about this episode? Why is that? That's because I'm going to throw some concepts at you, Kevin, that you've not even thought about. Oh, my God. You do your best work when you're under pressure, Kevin. I'm so, I, you know, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, you do. I'm going to cross my fingers and my toes and anything else that's crossable. Yeah, no, please do that. Now, Kev, I've got, I've got some, some things here, hang on a minute, that I've written down that I want to ask you. Okay, well, we're talking about economics, folks, because... See, this this makes me feel terrible. This, it, may, yeah. this is like an interrogation now. No, it's it, well, it's serious, Kevin. And what I want to ask you oh is, God. economics is a field that Kevin is personally quite familiar with, uh, in the sense what? that he knows that there is such a field. Kevin, first of all, <laughs> the question one to you is: yeah. to, to what extent do you believe in the next six and a half years, the balloon industry will be affected by inflation? Over to you, Kev. I think. I think inflation is ballooning at the moment, so okay. I, I concur. 
Well, you can... Okay, that's all we need. Thanks very much, Kevin. Uh, Okay, Kev. Now, I had a thought the other day. You Mm. were driving back from the Netherlands. Oh, Yes, you I were. was, Jeff. You were driving back in your were car. You, were you, fa- were you, are you stalking me? I was stalking you. Yes, telephonically, I was mm. stalking you. But Telef- uh, but telephonically, but, bef- but Kev, before before I continue along that road, and pardon the pun, because folks, he was <laughs> on a road in his car. All right. Yes. But before yes. we continue on that, let's think about the word Netherlands. Now, let's also think about the word Nether regions. The Nether regions. <laughs> this came exactly. This came directly into my head when you said Netherlands. There it is. Nether regions. Now, is it because you've got the word Holland, right? Now, we all know Holland is the Netherlands. But I think at some point, somebody wasn't happy with the word Holland. They're like, no, no, I don't like Holland. What are we going to... Got to call it something else. What about nether... nether it's neither here nor there. Nether here... Nether, I think you're onto something. Neither... Netherlands. Can we call it Netherlands? No, because it sounds uncertain. It sounds indecisive. Nether. Nether, nether, nether regions. The nether... Re- yeah, but do you know what the nether regions are? Nether, if you, if you talk I about, know what this exactly means, Jeff. Yeah, it means right, Kevin. Need I yeah. be? Need I, you know, be detailed in my explanations? Of Go ahead, jump in, Jeff. Go ahead. What, Come on. You were you were talking about? You were the one talking about underwear a few episodes yeah. ago. Underwear. Yes, well, where do you wear your underwear, Kevin? In your nether regions, Jeff. Right. And this is why, folks, the best underwear on the planet comes from Amsterdam. Yes, because that's where it was invented. Really? Yes. Before the Netherlands was a country, before it was anything at all, it was famous for mm. having the best underwear on the planet and still secretly does. And what a lot of people don't know is that that's why it's called the Netherlands, because they are taking care of your nether regions, the land oh, of... it's neither here nor there. It it's is neither here, here nor there. there. Yeah, true enough. Yeah. Anyway, coming back to the original story, Kev, you were driving in your car, and yes. I've got a question for you, and it is, if someone came to you and said, Kevin, we're not going to pay you for your performances or your you know, appearances as an entertainer at venues, you'll still be doing them, but we're not going to pay you for that anymore, ever, not a cent. Right. But we are going to pay mm-hmm. you the same amount of money for travelling. Yeah, just for traveling. That's all. So, would I still have to show up at the gig? Maybe if I just, I could just like, I could like fly to Holland or wherever and just return, like just turn around. No, you have to, you have to do the gig, but they make a point. I have to land. Yeah, yeah. you have to be at the at the venue, but you don't get paid for that. It's just in your contract that you have to do it. You don't get paid for it, and you'll have a man. A, I don't get paid. For no, you have a very stern man come up to you at the beginning of every performance, look you in the eye, and say in a slow, steady voice, "Kevin, remember that we are not paying you for this performance. You are not being paid. You are being paid, my fine young friend, for driving yourself back and forwards, back and forwards, flights." taking gear with you, all the discomfort that you could possibly have earned. Oh, my God. Now, Kevin. Jeff, this, re- this, this, this releases all of the tension of, like, singing in key right, and, and right. picking out the right song and, and making sure the audience loves you and being entertaining and happy and joyful. I could be miserable. Which is great. Out of tune, hatred-filled for an audience in front of me. Yeah. And I'd still get paid. You could be so full of hatred for your job that it would be the most wonderful, joyous experience that you could possibly imagine. Now, is that or is that not? I find that. That's a win-win. Good times. With Big Jeff and 
Little Kev. Yes, indeed it was, for us anyway. And Little Kev and myself sincerely hope that you'll join us for the next exciting edition of Good Times on the next episode of The Wonderland. Okay, so we spoke a bit earlier in the show about scam emails, which of course is one of the downsides of the unscrambleable egg that is the internet. Unscrambleable. Is that actually a word? Well, I think it should be, so it now is. Yet another gift from the Wonderland to the English language. You're welcome. Anyway, another thing that regularly pisses everybody off is the pretty much proven suspicion that we are all being listened to by our devices for marketing purposes. Now, on the face of it, this does seem like an infringement of privacy, and I would say the majority of us are not entirely comfortable with it. And with that in mind, we're going to proceed directly without passing go right now to the surgically spotless examination room of Jeff's Thought of the Day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. Yes, being listened to by your phone, your iPad, your Bluetooth speaker, your fridge, your toaster, whatever. There is definitely something unnerving about it. But on the other hand, if we are in the market for something, is it not also maybe just a little bit useful? Now, don't get me wrong here. I'm not giving it an absolute pass simply because it's not like somebody came out and said, click here if you'd like us to listen in on your conversations with a view to selling your stuff. At least, not in so many words. And therein lies the problem. As we should all know by now, there is a hell of a lot of fine print out there which is offered to us pretty much every day in a whole lot of situations and on a whole range of issues and which almost none of us ever bothers to read. And you can bet your ass that at some point we have tacitly allowed this listening device situation to happen by ignoring such fine print because we've had better things to do at the time. So am I suggesting that we start reading the fine print? Well, what I am suggesting is that we have to remember that not reading it kind of dissolves our justification to whinge about it afterwards, okay? And how was all of this fine print stuff allowed in the first place, I can hear you ask? The simple answer to that, of course, is that we allowed it to be allowed. Consumer protection legislation has pretty much always been left entirely to politicians and lawyers, and entirely because we, the people, can't be bothered getting involved. Let the lawyers and the politicians deal with all that crap, we said. That's their job, we said. And so, as usual, we've really only got ourselves to blame. So, could you call it karma? Kinda. On the positive side, it does give us something to complain about, and most of us do enjoy a good moan, so it's not a complete loss. But look, given that human beings will never ever read the fine print, we'd better just make the most of our dissatisfaction with the way these things are. Because there's going to be a lot more where that came from. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that slightly depressing but nonetheless brutally honest note, we say bugger off to thought of the day for another two weeks. 
So our next episode, which will be turning up on the podcasting platforms right on schedule Friday after next, will be the final episode in this season of The Wonderland. Now, what that means is that we will be taking a four-week break whilst little Kev goes into rehab and I go off to a beach somewhere, while you folks get a well-deserved break from all of this rubbish. After which, we'll return with Season 6 and a brand new tsunami of thoughts, theories, songs and good times once again for your consideration and dancing pleasure. Anyway, I'll give you another reminder about that after the next show. For now though, take care of yourselves and I hope to be talking at you again real soon on Episode 88 of The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Wonderland.